0: But la 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 the la la.
1: Variety la 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 the la. la la on every podcast provider in the world, including Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Google Play, Podcast Republic, uh, I know, yeah, Podcast Republic's a real thing, mm-hmm. Podcast podcasts, podcasts, uh, Republic of the Congo is also one, uh, the People's republic of podcast nation (laughs) we're not on Spotify though or Earwolf so I I know that when I say we're on every podcast provider in the world it's a stretch but this whole show is about stretching the bounds of your imagination so keep that in mind when you're listening along at home (laughs) also I've noticed that I don't have a Michael Dupuri Variety Hour wiki what is that about no one has made a wiki for, I'm not talking about like a Wikipedia entry. No. That's not, I'm not interested in, I'm interested in someone making one of those, you know, like the, like a star Wars wiki or like a star Trek wiki or, right. uh, I, there's, there's like little things that have wikis of them, like little, little baby things, like little fandoms. I feel like I have enough listeners. I'm not a huge show. I'm not a, I'm not, I wouldn't even call myself like a big show. I might not even consider, I probably wouldn't even consider myself like a medium-sized show. I'm like a small podcast. Generally, relatively, compared to the grand scheme of podcasts. But I feel like I'm deserving, I have enough lore in my podcast to be, to have a wiki. I'm just saying. I don't even have a Reddit. Mm. I don't even have a Reddit. You know how easy it is to make a Reddit? Click a button. Hmm. Pay money, <laughs> mm. I think. I think you have to pay money to have a subreddit. Maybe. I don't go on Reddit. I'm just saying. I'm very disappointed in my listeners. I don't like. <laughs> I don't like my listeners. That's why when I go out and people say, "Hey, I really like your show," I actively ignore them. No thanks. I like to keep that part of my life separate. Mm. Um, but that's okay mm. because, ah, uh, yeah, the Michael the <laughs> Variety <laughs> Hour is an art showcase and comedy show. Where we feature musicians, artists, actors, writers, poets, painters, sculptors. I haven't had a sculptor yet either, but maybe if we had a wiki, <laughs> the sculptors would have we'd have more, explore, more exposure, and they would know. I'm just gonna keep guilt tripping people to make me a wiki. Mm-hmm. So today we are joined by Mike Labella. Hello. Mm-hmm. Sir. He's a sweet singer songwriter. What, what, what? How would you consider? What? How would you? What would you call your music? Um, and how would you call it? I would call it loudly. You would call it loudly? You would softly. Okay. Just, just in how I would call it. You mm-hmm. know? So I would, you would I see, like, depending on the context yeah. of the situation you're in. Yes. Like the environment. Away, exactly. How far away the person you're yes. speaking to <laughs> is. Um, if you're in a library or in a, a, a loud bar. Right. Or at a family funeral. God forbid. Um. You know? Yeah.
2: But uh, no, I think, I don't know, I think it's rooted, the music is rooted in pop, and Mm -hmm. there's elements of, like, a lot of things, jazzy, rock. um, Bossa Nova. Maybe some Bossa Nova, Mm -hmm. and uh, um, a lot of different sounds, but it's definitely rooted in, like, like a pop sense or whatever, very, Mm -hmm. you know, listenable, I guess you could say, Mm -hmm. you know. (laughs) But uh, It's serviceable. It's serviceable, Mm -hmm. but I don't know, I'm really bad at describing it, um, but you know
1: where would you hear it like if you were walking down the street and or and you heard this coming this music coming from somewhere yeah where would it be coming from where would it be coming like like Mm. you know you hear bossa nova music in an elevator right 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 right,
2: right. i'd I'd hope everywhere what
1: emanating from it's like coming from like government mandated (laughs) siren like like loud horns horns, that are just constantly blasting your music yeah, 24 yeah. hours a day All the time. <laughs> I don't because know I don't like your idea of a society, Mr. Yeah, I don't like it either. It's just it's, you, don't like, it's you said you hoped that's what it would be like. No, I meant I
2: hope that like you could listen to my music anywhere. is what I mean.
1: No, but what I'm asking is like the ideal like <laughs> if okay, I, I guess you. like what store would just oh. would your music be good to be played in? I don't know, maybe um Probably. That's how I gauge my music. Probably. Would I listen to it in an Arby's?
2: Uh maybe. I would say, I mean, definitely like I think a bar, you know, or oh. like like a jukebox thing. Or oh, like, you're a jukebox you know, hero. Or hey, you know. What about
1: an Urban Outfitters? I was
2: just gonna say like you know, <laughs> you know like an Urban Outfitters, Apostle, you mm. know, um,
1: Hot Topic, you know. Oh, uh, Hot Topic. Throw it back. Really? No. I don't. I don't know. Hot. What are they playing in Hot Topic nowadays? They used. They usually play in like you yeah. know like
0: on wow wow
1: yeah wow well, i feel like i haven't been in a hot topic <laughs> since like 2008 or 9 or something you know like it's, yeah. it's been a while it's i think no i went into a hot topic like a year ago they're just still to, around like, right they, oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, they are constantly evolving and transcending to meet the current like state of angsty teen and re- mad respect to him for that you know i loved hot Topic Dude, back in topics yeah the day. Me that too. was my like oh my god i, I I considered myself like uh, like an emo scene kid, even though I was like, you know, poppy, and I was yeah. like a pop rock kid, right? Sure. Like a pop punk. Yes. Um, like Hello Goodbye and, and classic that kind of stuff. That was like my jam. Uh, but Hello Good or Hot Topic had like had like what I needed. Yes. I wasn't like a goth kid. I, right. I I liked some screamo music. That wasn't my big thing though. Right. I was but you know Hot Topic had. What I needed. Right. And Hot Topic had what the generation before me needed. They yeah. had what the generation after me needed. And they have the current generation. Hmm. They have what they need. You uh, go in there now, they have, like, Adventure Time stuff. Yeah, they I'd like to see, because I, I feel like, when I was, like, you're talking, um, I, it's just, like, I remember
2: rock and roll band t-shirts. Yeah, like DC. Like, but it definitely still, I feel like when you and I probably were there, um, it was very, like... They would still had that darker element yeah. to it, you know. Yeah, but, it's like spooky. Dude, I got a great like from years ago. I have a jacket that's like somehow still fits that I bought from there. And It's like a cool
1: jacket. Like yeah. I love it. Like it's they, not. There you know, is some cool. good stuff. They do have good band shirts there. Oh, that like was my legitimately thing, still, man. I always got like, all like you go in there now. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, they go in there now. They have like old classic bands. Dude, like they have and bands like, now. Pre like.
2: Totally being able to internet shop and online shopping, mm-hmm. it was great because you couldn't really find those unless at like a thrift store, vi- like thrift store or like a vintage whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, but like
1: they had a plethora of cool bands. And you know Jeez. what? They have vinyl records there too, <laughs> and they have like good ones. They <laughs> so have. They have. I, last time I was in there, they, like uh, they had like I can't even think anymore. But they had good ones. Yeah, my band fireworks like uh like uh with oh, my yeah. friend Kyle O'Neill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. they. They have fire, – the, fire, the Hot Topic has, like, fireworks records. That's cool. In there, like vinyl records. Yeah, well, good I don't that. know if they have them in the storefront anymore, but they did have – they were selling them online at least. Um,
2: good to know they're still mm-hmm. thriving.
1: Yeah. So, you know what? Hot Topic, you get a lot of hate. You get a lot of memes about you, but you you were the place I bought my clothes if it wasn't Target back in the day. They, they have the <laughs> seal Kohl's.
2: of approval of Michael Dupree. They do.
1: And you know what? I think I'm in the mood for him now. I'm going to go and see – See if there's any band <laughs> shirts I might want to get from yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, you're Mike LaBella. Yeah. You're a sweetheart. I've had you on the show before. That's right. You were on the second episode, if oh, I'm, was not, that if the I'm second? not mistaken. Yeah. I
2: think you're right. I think it was. I mm-hmm. remember
1: it was early. Gray yeah. Bliss. It's Gray Bliss. Yeah. Uh, a great bliss. It great. was. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a great bliss. Yes. Yeah. That was a yeah. very fun show. That was. Uh, that was uh 40, uh 45 episodes
2: ago. I thought you were going to say like forty one years ago or, for, or Well it was. To the day we released know?
1: an almost <laughs> we released a little over one episode a year. Shifts of it. We missed was, a
2: couple years. That was fun, man. I remember yeah. I played drums. It was yeah, that was time.
1: that was when the Michael Dupree Variety Hour podcast was still in its infancy. Mm. We've had some we haven't really had a lot of bumps or hiccups along the road. It's been pretty smooth. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I I've that that, that grey bliss first or second episode really set the groundwork for ah. the music in the show and everything and i have just you to thank for it <laughs> just me not even i feel like i'm not even
2: really well i do play drums for nick sometimes actually but i'm barely in, i'm not really in that band and you you're know.
1: not even in Grey Bliss. well
2: it's the thing is it like Bliss did Blitz, you guys have falling out no no <laughs> God, no, no no uh grave bliss is like it's nick you know yes, you know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and so it's it's his thing yeah um but uh it's kind of like you know he'll have some like us like friends. rotating like, members yeah exactly and i i was you know when he started the great bliss project a few years ago i was definitely i i came in pretty much in the beginning mm-hmm. um more so playing piano and then played some drums but i'm actually playing for him
1: uh i won't say because this probably won't be out in time so this episode is coming out the first monday of october okay which yeah, i forget the, what it is the
2: gig is like september 29th or something oh, but. okay you know, if you were there and you heard this, then
1: good good for you. I hope it was a good okay. gig. future us. Fair, <laughs> fair. So but your your uh your music project, Honey Babe, is another band. It's another, it's, it's a band. And that's all we got to know about that. That's it. <laughs> what well, tell, so, tell me, tell me, we, we will end up having Honey Babe on the yeah, show yeah. proper so we can really get into the sure. meat and potatoes of Honey Babe then. I love that. I love that. That turn of phrase, meat and potatoes. Oh, it's great. It's so good. It's, it's such a good like way to describe yeah, things. Feels, really get into the meat and po- oh. Yeah. Nothing better than a good meat and potato. Hey, just like one, <laughs> one meat and potato. And any meat and any style of potato. That's yeah. a classic American dinner. Super classic. But American. I always think of like um, shepherd's pie. Oh, like meat and potatoes. Oh, the best. That's the man. best. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love shepherd's <laughs> pie. Anyway, so honey, babe, tell me, tell me just a little bit about um, uh, how that project. Works and okay. uh, how that differs from your your solo stuff. So yeah, um, we've been playing together.
2: Um, there's five of us in the band, including myself mm-hmm. and uh, the Honey Babes. The Honey Babes. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've been playing together now for well, me and a couple other guys, and I won't say too much. You know, if you have us, I'm sure we mm-hmm. can talk more. Um, I will have you guys on. You will have us. Mm-hmm. You but, will
1: be a three time guest. Oh,
2: mm-hmm. I'm excited. Um, but no, yeah, uh, Honey Babe, we just it works in the sense that we're all really good friends and uh we've been playing together for a while now um just like gig all the time just you know all writing songs collaborating it's a very collaborative effort um i would say sometimes very like pop music sometimes very interesting weird experimental so that's where it kind of differs from what i'm doing because like um i i write a lot of the songs that we do play um and some of them aren't so different than what, like, you know, I'll probably play today or whatever. Um, but I don't know. It's a bit more Honey Babe. It's like yeah, I always have a really hard time describing the sound of our band because I mm-hmm. think it it like never lands on one sound. It's like it can be pop. It can be psychedelic. It's so whatever be you feel like writing. rock, jazz, punk. Yeah. And especially because rock, jazz, punk. Yes. I think honestly on our uh, Facebook and maybe Bandcamp it says psych, rock, jazz, punk, beach, <laughs> something
1: i don't know it's really like we just had to combine all this. just kept writing Cause you just some... like kept hitting the middle button on yeah. the autophone, like and like...
2: not not necessarily that like one song is going to go through all those genres i don't we, we can maybe do that a little bit but it's more like you might hear one song that's poppy and then the next one's yeah. punk or whatever you know and but i think it's just because we're all interested and because you know besides me all the other guys have tons of influences that are you know all over the place but yeah mm-hmm. but the stuff that i am doing like acoustic and um Actually, a lot of piano stuff,
1: but I didn't feel like bringing the piano in. Um, Shame. Sorry. Shame. Should have. You couldn't bring a whole grand, baby I, grand piano into actually, my, this. It's outside. Thing.
2: Yeah. Oh. We just. I need you guys help to carry it. You know? Okay. You know, we can
1: fit it through that door. I did right? bring my crane today. <laughs> Good. Good. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. So how does? Um, uh, so what made you? When did you start making like solo music? So I mean, I've all so
2: <clears throat> I've always been writing. Well, I'm 24 now. I think I started playing guitar when I was nine or something, and I feel like I've probably been, like, can we swear on this? You can swear as much or or as little as you want. I forgot, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I was going to say, I I feel like I, at the beginning, shittily was writing songs when Mm -hmm. I was, like, 13 or something, but it's progressed. But so, I've always wrote stuff, and it's weird because being in the band and everything, I don't... I never write a song and like think in my head like this is Honey Babe or this is just me yeah. or whatever you know. It's, just writing it's a song. Writing a song and so or whatever comes out and I'll it, it's a it's a very interesting process to be in a band like that too because you'll bring a song some work great some not at all you know and and some some takes longer some are easy whatever but then there definitely are certain songs I write that I would say are like right now like well actually maybe not the two I'm going to play but that have like an acoustic feel where I can hear like, this is just me. Like I I don't, I can't hear a band on it and not just like, not those guys, but just anything. It's just Mm -hmm. me. So, um, I don't know, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's like, I just, I think I've been doing, I I guess as a solo thing to better answer what you're saying, I probably, I've done a few gigs within the last like two years or so. And it's more when they come up like honey, babe's my main focus, but I always love doing this and, um, and I just love, you know, playing music all the time, and sometimes we have a little downtime or this or that, and um, and then there's just stuff I like do that I you know that like I said I just acoustic stuff or whatever, mm-hmm. and I do love playing covers too, so it's fun when I do solo sets I'll get to throw in like three or four or whatever covers. You what know, are your favorite
1: is, kind? Of, what, what are your favorite covers to do? <sighs> couple.
2: Mm, couple. They name a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Well, I usually will always throw in a Beatles tune because I've mm-hmm. uh, ever hear. Have you ever heard of them? Uh, I've, I've heard of them. Yeah. yeah I've not got a chance they're, to They're pretty underground. Yeah. You know, they're not that not that big. Yeah. But.
1: I, I've always heard good things about them, though. Yeah. I That's, I, you
2: know, yeah, they're pretty good.
1: Um, but <laughs> I'm having trouble over there, man. My mic <laughs> is, like, is not staying straight. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. I'll figure it out. Yeah.
2: No, yeah, I don't know. I always do, like, a Beatles cover, and then I'll mix up. Sometimes it'll just be, like, another sort of classic thing. Sometimes it'll be random. I'm trying to think what I played... That was recently that was a cover. It was probably a Beatles song and um I think I did a, I think I did a song by the Zombies actually.
1: In your head. In Your <laughs> not, head not that one. <laughs> Oh. Oh, that's Zombie. Yeah. By the cranberries. Yeah. Which is a great song. It is a great song. But no,
2: like Tell Her No by the Zombies, I think is that's what a good I did one I, I don't know I just yeah, whatever, you
1: know. Mm. Yeah. I fucks with it. Hey. So what's this first so what's this first song that you're gonna be performing Avalon coffee oh yeah how's their coffee have you ever had it i I have before it's good I How like do it. you like it <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I
2: quite I, I like it a lot it's really it's delicious they're they're great they do great
1: I like it more than a lot of other big coffee rest coffee shops around here me too
2: I think it's Company. I think that's my Avalon's my favorite one.
1: I like them. I yeah. think uh, Bottom Line is mine.
2: Oh, the Bottom Line's great, dude. Probably. That's that's right by my apartment. I love, love that place. place. That place is cool. It's love really, that coffee place.
1: Done a couple open uh, mics there, which was cool. Mm-hmm. They they got a great vibe there. Yeah. So, what is this first song that you'll be performing so, called, if you so desire? Mm, I guess. <laughs> gonna show me some of them beatles <laughs> i'm gonna show you some of these beatles songs like
2: do so, three beatles songs this one's called um it's called she loves you no uh <laughs> just kidding um, she
1: she loves you
2: yeah it's like a weird weird you know it's a it's, weird concept yeah, it's very avant-garde you know mm-hmm. um but now this first one actually it's not this one so i won't read my crappy written lyrics don't but, read uh, your lyrics man no this is a new song um it's kind of folky i normally don't write too much of like a folk sound not that it's totally like that but um yeah, I won't give away too much what it's about, but um, it's kind of a story um, just about like a woman, and uh, it has to do with like just I think like <clears throat> it has to do with depression, and I think like mental illness is such a like a a really serious thing that so many people ignore, you know, and mm-hmm. everything, and so it ha- kind of it it's totally about depression and just someone being alone. Needing help, and you know, if you sometimes people just think, like, well, I guess they're okay if they said they're okay, but they might actually not really be. And even without them saying they need your help, they might need it or whatever, you know, and mm-hmm. not show it. So it's kind of about that. Um, and it's just kind of a it's a little bit of a sad song, but uh, and so what's this one called? So this is called God, you know, I have like two working titles. Can I can I ask you which one you like better of yeah. the titles? Okay, yeah, so one is like really long, actually, I just have the one.
0: Okay, I, fine. I think just you know, oh, fuck yeah. you. Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I thought I had another one. I was like, no, it's not good. The only thing I came up with was uh, I try. I'm bad at making really long titles, and I have to shorten the hell out of them. You know, because mm-hmm. I just get carried away. And like, um, I love. Do you like of Montreal? Yes. And they do that all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like these huge titles, but they're cool. You know, whatever. But um, the name that I had right now is. Depression is the monster that will consume
1: us all. Mm. So, all right. That's what I'm working with. So, here is Depression is the Monster That Will Consume Us All <clears> by <throat> Mike Labella.
3: I sit and watch her read the paper, and then she starts to cry. Nothing I can do. Makes me wonder why She walked alone out of the small cafe Never to return Somehow she knew it was her last day She spent it all alone Now every morning when I'd see her Right at ten act as if someone was coming though she knew they were not She walked alone out of the small cafe never to return Somehow she knew it was her last day She spent it all alone Then one day she left so quickly I wondered where she would go No sign of her for weeks, I wondered Never thought I would know Then I picked up a local paper Flipped around, once you know It turns out that she died one evening Jumped out her own way
1: Fresh baby boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very nice. Thank you. Very beautiful. Thank you, sir. So where are you from, Mike? <sighs> Let me tell you about it. <laughs>
2: um I am from very uh
1: Waterland, apparently. I'll like take a sip of water. That's <laughs> where I'm
2: from. No, um the very safe, wonderful to grow with. Grow up in suburbs of
1: Huntington Woods. Huntington Woods. Huntington
2: Woods. Huntington woods. Mm, so mm. it was a magical place. Oh. lots of trees, as you can
1: imagine, the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, if it was they I cut down all the trees, and it just be called Huntington. <laughs> but they'd have to, right? Yeah, <laughs> Huntington. I don't even know. Huntington. Huntington Plains.
2: Plains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no plains. But they're just like Huntington Plains. No Hun- trees. Yeah. Um.
1: No. Yeah. It was. Uh, you know. Like planes, like a yeah. flat land. Yeah, <laughs> not planes, like the flying machines. Not the flying machines. <laughs> Those new flying machines new they got. <laughs> I see that up in the sky. No. So um, you said yeah. you start you started making music when you were nine.
2: No, I well I think I started I started playing guitar when I was nine. I would say I attempted to write some songs when I was maybe like thirteen or so mm-hmm. when I had a better grip grip because it amazes me when people are like. Yeah, I started music or I started music like when I was whatever age. I started like, I was writing songs right away. I'm always like, man, because I mean, I would attempt to, but
1: it was way more you like just got embarrassed with yourself.
2: Well, yeah, and I think I just didn't. The concept of that was like I was still figuring that out. Where it was more just like learning the thing, and then also when you're so young like that, like I was nine. Um, those first, like, three or four years. or It's just learning. I just wanted to learn covers, you know? Mm-hmm. I wanted to learn, like, Nirvana songs and, like, Beatles stuff and whatever, you know? And I was, like, it wasn't that concept of being, like, let me sit down. Or not, not sit down, but, like, just, like, how does that... Just, your, your, you know, it's weird. It maybe sounds a little arbitrary, but
1: I don't know. You know? Well, like, was it a situation where you're, like, oh, I could never write music? Or was it just, like, oh, I just want to play something I know and have fun? And... You know, I think it was, yeah, I think it was more of, um, I just want
2: to play something I know and have fun. And also just, like just um not even i don't know it's weird things like not being intimidated by it but not really like first just really figuring out stuff and then just wanting to learn and have fun and then not really thinking like oh yeah maybe because that you know at first it was like I think I got guitar and then I wanted to, I wanted to play in a band right away, but again, it wasn't even like, let's play in a band, let's make our own music. It was like, oh, we'll jam these covers or whatever mm-hmm. and have fun with them. Cause it's just what you do when you're young. And then it was like, oh wait, like shit, let me try to, maybe I can try to write a song. And it was just like writing very like punk stuff at mm-hmm. the beginning, just like very power chords and whatever. And, uh, um, you know, understanding like, okay, there should be like a verse chorus thing like that, but still, still just like, so, clouded about it all not knowing what you know what to really do Mm -hmm. you know I don't know so when did you start to get
1: like real serious so I would
2: say um well I would say like this is kind of funny but when I was so when I was 14 um I it was like this sounds a little weird but I I'd I'd heard like I remembered the strokes when they first came out even though I was really young but I remember being 14 and uh, maybe being in a f- certain uh, frame of mind, if mm. you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I don't. Yeah, me either. You know. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> a little s- special something. Um, and I remember life. life. yeah. Let's just say life, yeah. And I remember listening to the Strokes, and then it was two things. It was like listening to the Strokes, but being older, starting to get more into songwriting and around like fourteen and stuff, and then um, whatever. Uh, and I had heard them, obviously, like I said, I remember them coming out, but I just was like, "Oh, it's a cool band." But being under that flame of mind, trying to think about how a song works, and this sounds really arbitrary, but I remember putting on "Is This It," and it was like, it was like a door, literally, I felt opened about the idea of going. And it sounds kind of whatever, but it was the idea that if you listen to that song, you really break it down. It's like, it starts with the drums and then the vocals, and then the one guitar comes in. And then the bass comes in, another guitar. But they're all doing different things. And that sounds like, yeah, normal. That's how a song works. But I think up until that point, I loved all that music. But in the terms of I was writing, it was very like thinking about like Nirvana and stuff and just writing mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, you know, like whatever, just chords like that. Yeah. And everybody playing almost the same thing. But the idea of going, wait, maybe the bass is doing this or the drums. Man, now I'm and thinking of la-
1: the beginning of last night. And now you got me thinking about that a whole Dude, different yeah. way.
2: So it was listening to them and then it was listening to... In that same time period, um, Sun Atlantic Twins by of Montreal, and that just like doors just opened where I was like, "Oh my God, like music music and these pop songs that like can have all this stuff and I think so that age, probably when I was like around a freshman in high school, was when I started to try to try to get serious about it, um, but still not really knowing and you know being
1: like, oh, "What am I doing?" you know mm-hmm so. Mm, man now'm I'm, I'm gonna definitely just gonna sit down and like listen to the strokes is this, this this is this it I'm telling
2: you man if you really it's
1: i mean i've listened to it exact dozens right? and dozens of exactly. times before but i never really thought of it like that when you really sit down and think of it it's yeah all all their stuff I'm a huge
2: fan of The Strokes big influence for sure Mm -hmm. um, and Julian Casablanca's but I know when I started listening to it like that it was just and that's like a nerdy way sure to listen to it or whatever like really break it down and analyze
1: it but it's like it's amazing you know it's amazing really you know what's funny is I I was introduced to Albert Hammond Jr. solo music before The Strokes oh really? yeah that's interesting man isn't that weird? that is weird I was like really into Albert Hammond Jr.'s uh, first album I can't remember what it's called anymore Uh, Como Te no, no, no 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 No, no, Uh, uh One no. with like, I knew the one Yeah, back yeah. in the one. Yeah. Uh, it's like, <laughs> yours to keep. Yeah. That was a, yeah. I, I loved mm. it and I was just really into it. Dude, that, and then um, yeah. my friend's like, oh, if you like that, just wait till you hear this. Wow. And then I listened to the stroke. I mean, I'm sure I'd heard him before. You must have. Yeah. Uh, must have. You know, but I, I, you know, I just, I hadn't really sat down to listen to him. And my yeah. friend who's like, the biggest Strokes fan you'd ever meet in your life. Wow. Um, no offense. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, on the book. No, yeah. No, no, no. yeah. He's like, yeah. Oh, he's there. He, yeah. He's he's huge into him. Yeah. And he's like, You haven't listened to the Strokes before? That's and he crazy. Like, showed them to me. And I'm like, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is like. Some of the best music ever. Oh man, it's love. So, strokes.
2: That's interesting that you heard Albert. First. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, you wouldn't expect that. Yeah, you wouldn't. And I, the funny thing is, I I would say like his solo stuff is probably the closest sounding to Strokes type of stuff. Yeah, out of the all of them, that's done solo mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, you know? Julian Casablancas' solo stuff is is yeah, way out there. It's way out. There. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. But it's oh yeah. But yeah, it's. Do definitely, the other guys have
1: have solo stuff too?
2: So I know that um like Albert was the first one, and then I think Julian and then they all have now the drummer fab he um he like collaborated in this band um uh oh god what are they called wow i can't remember little nothing or something like that i think Mm -hmm. or something uh, i'm probably getting that wrong but beautiful band and then the, uh, one of the other guitars nick valenci he has a project i think it was called crx music and that mm. came out like a year it was pretty good too that had a kind of like poppy almost strokesy feel too. i think albert's is like my favorite out of yeah. their solo stuff or whatever yeah, i
1: love i love albert hammond jr yeah dude he's albert sick. hammond jr jr yeah they, yeah <laughs> jr jr so uh t- so what are some of your other influences so yeah
2: i would say definitely there's all the classics like beatles and all that like i was saying, Beatles. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. um all that beach boys all that stuff I all love. that beach boys all oh, oh, the beach love the beach boys oh i love the beach boys but like the early stuff i love but i'm a super beach boys brian wilson nerd like yeah. huge it's it's a little frightening but uh <laughs> if the period <laughs> from like 1965 66 to like 71 or two they released this string of albums that which is like right around pet sounds came out too yep. and just these beautiful like psychedelic more like interesting avant-garde pop records um beautiful and it's like a lot of people still are starting to like get turned on to that stuff and it's just like amazing songwriting and really you know it's really good but yeah. do you ever
1: uh do you ever hear uh Oakerville river no i don't um, think so they have this song called john allen smith sales where uh it's like the whole premise of the song it's like by the second verse like i'll be dead mm. um and then like after the like uh the second verse, like this like musical breakdown happens and like it kind of like all like it's a it's a really awesome song and then they reprise uh uh Soup John B. Oh, it's nice, like, um, nice! That's cool. But I I listened to that song before I'd ever heard Sleep John B. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> isn't that weird? Like and Sleep John B. is like a classic. Yeah, I mean uh, I think Beach Boys song, and
2: I think it's even like it's a I think it's like an American one of those folk standard ones. Yeah, Beach Boys just rearranged it, but yeah. that's the one everyone knows. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, and funny. I had never
1: really heard heard it before, oh, that's and funny, so man. John Allen Smith Sales by Oakerville River. Is I'll a have to check that song. out. Great song, strongly yeah. recommend it so uh you don't have any records released under your solo project yet no um not right now i think well i'll say honey babe
2: we're trying we're, we're recording right now we're trying to put out something mm-hmm. an, a full-length album a uh, follow-up to like our ep um our ep was released in 2016 so we were trying to do it by the end of this year i don't i don't know i don't think it's going to happen i think it'll be sometime in 2018 but for myself um i uh i'm trying to do i'm trying to just keep it to an ep so i think about six songs i might do a full length but um i'm gonna be recording it with actually with nick sapunis mr that's us he's gonna um sweet little man yeah beautiful he's he's gonna like kind of we're gonna produce it he's gonna produce it with me and over at hide me engineer yeah over at hide me a Mm -hmm. hybrid um and so that, I don't know when it'll be released. I think it's going to be, once we start getting it going, it'll be a quicker process because it'll be a weird mix where there'll be songs that are just acoustic or just like a piano, and then there'll be stuff probably with a full band, but I think it's going to be mainly me playing most of the instruments as best I can. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but I don't know when that'll come out, but the only thing I have released is that weird, I sent you yeah, that blues song. Yeah, weird old bluesy yeah, song. And I have like, it's that's part of an album on Bandcamp, but it's just like, it's super lo-fi bedroom recordings and they're Mm kind of cool but they're so weird and i don't i don't really promote it too much because it's just like it's pretty bizarre Mm -hmm. like some of it like the that blues one is probably the most like just straightforward whatever and even that's got some funkiness and hello beach boys ending on that one too that's like Mm -hmm. a total you know but anyway so yeah so i'm working on releasing something i'm not sure when it'll probably probably won't be this year but i'm gonna hope for 2018 i think
1: great yeah well What's this next song? (laughs) I didn't know where my thought was going right there. What's this next song that you be before me called? This one is, um,
2: it's called, maybe not as cool as the title of this other one, but it's called Tired Thoughts. That is not as cool of a title. I know, man. I, I told you I gotta come up with. Well, that's a working title, also. Oh, okay, so I gotta come up with better ones. I'm not Work great on at it. titles. I gotta get better <laughs> at that. <laughs> <laughs> Work on it. <laughs> right now, give me give me right, like, yeah. give me five. Yeah, me give me five start. minutes. We'll okay. we'll take a lunch. Thank you. Um, I uh, no, yeah, this is um another newer one. Um, I don't know. This isn't about. This is more about um like. I don't know how to describe it. Uh, just kind of being lost in your head and like um. I picture like a late night song and uh just like being up like at four in the morning and being confused and lost and thinking about stuff but trying to make sense of it all and also dealing with like um
1: relationship stuff and all that i don't know Nito burrito yeah all right so here is tired thoughts by mike labella mm-hmm.
3: try
1: fresh the two best combinations in <laughs> the world thank
2: you that's a great yeah
1: thank you so much for being on the show mike hey, man. thank you for having me where can that's we cool. find more from you just you know look out your
2: window and um just you're yeah, there I'll, I'll be there now. just
1: like open up your window stick your head out and those government mandated <laughs> <laughs> loud sirens will be playing your music god no I
2: hope not. No, um, I don't know. I'm going to definitely be working on some stuff. I'm going to try to do a single, I think, sooner than later that will be probably up on my Bandcamp, which is just michaellabella.bandcamp.com. Mm-hmm. I'm on Facebook. Um, Got to make some other stuff. And then also, um, I don't have any... Oh, God, wait. Do I have a show? No, I don't have any shows yet, um, but working on it. But I can also say, Honey Babe, we're um, going to be working on like recording right now and it should be out like i said next year we are playing fallout fest which is october 7th mm. at the ant hall ghost light so that's, that'll uh, be that's cool. this week yeah yeah that's this week mm-hmm. that this is coming out trip me out for a sec oh yeah. yeah but um yeah i'll Time just warp. if you if you look on facebook try to find me just mike labella um i believe i'm dancing in my uh cover photo or my profile picture whatever you want to say mm. you know but yeah definitely i'm going to try to do some solo gigs. Um, Working on getting a mini uh, tour, I think, of like just some Midwestern stuff and everything.
1: So check
2: out the Facebook for more details.
1: Nice. Yeah. All right. We will be back after this. <laughs> to the michael debris variety hour on every podcast provider in and on the planet i love you guys i love mike labella he's right hey. here is your is your is your solo artist name michael labella or just Michael? Uh, you know i don't know I what been. do you want me to put on the title of this podcast you can mike or michael michael
2: mm, i guess michael
1: michael labella mm.
2: Well, maybe Mike, because you're the Michael Dupree variety. I you know? am Mike. So uh, yeah, but
1: I don't want to completely influence the way that you brand yourself for the rest of Mike your career also, based on your appearance on this podcast. <laughs> this
2: just defines it. Let's put Mike also, because that's what I'm on, on Facebook. So yes. if someone, if they do try to find me, it'll be easy. i will know.
1: Thank you for asking. You're sir. welcome. You're very welcome. Mm. Do you generally prefer Mike or Michael? It
2: doesn't really matter too much. I, I realize now most people I know call me Mike, which is funny, because I just, but I, I don't I go like if I introduce myself to someone it's both ways it's Mike with Michael.
1: the Michael it's a, too many L's. that's the thing the I middle. almost
2: always say Mike it's so much easier or like if someone's like food like what's your name on the order it's like Mike I'm not gonna be like Michael because I've had like uh, I got one from Marco or like Matthew or they like get it wrong I'm like I think that's me you know
1: and I'm just mm. like yeah Michael is like it's easy but to also say, like but with it, your last name it sounds like you're like slipping on ice in the middle there's a Mike, lot of whoa, ice. <laughs> yeah yeah
2: yeah so I usually go by Mike
1: LaBella uh, that's what the best joke I've done on the show so it was far. A good it was a good joke <laughs> the slip slip proud of that one i'm gonna just gonna think about that that'll never top that anyway we also have another guest on the show his name is frido braggins that's right frido braggins frido braggins and you are
4: you're a hobbit i am a hobbit yes you are a real live hobbit i I am just like all the other hobbits i'm real and alive (laughs) see i didn't realize that the hobbits were real people Are you you saying that we're not real people?
1: I thought that you were fictional characters in a book series written by J.R.R.
4: Tolkien. That's a very, very common misconception. Yes. Uh, We are very real. Mm -hmm. We have very real hairy feet. Real hairy feet. They are real hairy. And I I apologize that they've gotten hair all over your uh, nice studio here. You know what?
1: They don't smell, though.
4: No, they don't smell. Mm -hmm. And it's because I wash them. I'm not like those filthy Bagginses. (laughs) Mm. Who do not wash their feet.
1: You don't like the Bagginses? No.
4: uh, As you could hear, my last name is Bragginses.
1: Your first name is Frido, too. My first
4: name is Frido. Which is
1: similar to Frodo. Yes. Well, this is what
4: I'm here about. You Mm -hmm. see, I have been written out of the story, which you are colloquially known as the Lord of the Rings. And the Hobbit. And the Hobbit. Mm -hmm. Which was written by the disgusting... Bilbo Baggins. He wrote... Bilbo Baggins wrote The Lord of the Rings and, no, and The Hobbit? Bilbo Baggins wrote The Hobbit. Oh, uh, okay. Did you... I thought J.R.O. Tolkien wrote it. I... Okay, he, he might have translated it to English. I don't know exactly <laughs> how speak much English. you know. Oh, this is very... Do you not think that a hobbit could learn more than one language? I just speak it very eloquently. Well, thank you. I'm... The Brackenses are actually very rich. Oh, okay. They're very rich, rich Shire people. Yes. Are you from the Shire? I am from Huntington Woods. Oh, <laughs> the sh- it's north of the Shire. Oh, okay. It's, it's
1: very Shire-like, you know. Yeah. It's yes. Yeah. So the Shire it's is not in a lot of tr- Metro
4: Detroit. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing: is that is it, you is might that you might not believe in magic, and you might not believe in dragons, but they exist. Do they? Yes, they actually exist. And you know what? I happen to live in the Shire of Huntington Woods. hmm. It's a different plane of it's existence. It's a different. You might not be able to see. Did you see me when I walked in? Uh, I mean, I know I'm very short because I'm a <clears throat> hobbit, but also. Yeah, it's hard for me to tell. I'm if a magical it was because creature. you
1: were short or because. You're a creature.
4: From your stupid, lame human eyes, I am a creature. Man, it's no wonder J.R. Tolkien kept you out of the books. Jeez, oh. you're a rude little man. Well, he didn't keep me out of the books because of
1: that. How did Why did J.R. Tolkien keep you out of the books? Well... You say that you were involved somehow in the...
4: I went through the whole thing. You were I part was of the, the Fellowship? Leader.
1: You were the leader of the Fellowship? I was the leader.
4: I was the Gandalf one who said... Gandalf was the leader of the Fellowship and then Aragorn. Uh, this is the complete misrepresentation I'm talking about. Do you know... Everybody thinks that hobbits are just these little creatures who just oh we just want our meat and potatoes oh we just want to have our eleven No, do you know we're very greedy? Really? We're very greedy. We've never gotten that impression. It, it, because we've been completely misrepresented. So My, how, you sound offended that you were misrepresented in a positive way. <laughs> do you think that it's not okay to be greedy? I, yeah. Well, that's very unusual. What? I think that it's very good to be greedy. Really? What do you think, yes. Mike?
2: Hmm. I, don't, I, I would say it's not good
1: to
4: be greedy. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah.
1: say it's good to be greedy.
4: Huh? You humans have a very <laughs> odd understanding of the universe, I think. I, you know, when you're greedy, you get things done. Like hmm. throwing a dangerous ring into a volcanic mountain. That, I, you, you'd think if you were greedy, you would keep the ring. Oh, you would think so, yeah. but it wasn't up to our standards. Mm. The Bragginses have very high gold standards. Oh, so you wanted you wanted to <laughs> throw I the I thought ring. it was disgusting, so I said, "Come on, boys, let's go, <laughs> throw this disgusting ring straight into that volcano, and at the same time, maybe get rid of that weirdo who keeps hanging out outside the plants." Oh, you're talking about Gollum? I'm talking about Samwise. Oh, oh, oh poor <laughs> Samwise, little. Cretan.
1: so uh so how did so how did how did the fellowship actually begin like gandalf because in the movies in the book gandalf kind of gets the hobbits to come with him to go to the elf kingdom and create a fellowship to then go to mordor
4: and toss the ring into the fire but it was actually much more direct where i went to everybody's house and i said excuse me i have heard that bilbo has a ring." And I have heard that he is using it for some kind of magical power or something. I don't know. But uh, I want to destroy it. And I think we should all go destroy it. Because you it. didn't like the way it looked. I didn't like the way it looked. It was very dirty. And you throw it into a fire and it starts, like, sparking or something. It's very odd. Mm-hmm. So I said, let's go. I got uh, I got us to go to Tom Bombadil's and then move uh, to meet the elves and all, all of this stuff just because i know people mm-hmm. you know when you're very wealthy in uh, middle earth you just get to know people right another mm-hmm. benefit of greed by the way mm-hmm. you get greedy with friends yeah.
1: so to... so you okay i'm just trying to because you're you're i I'm, I'm very familiar with the story lord of the rings mm-hmm. or the one that jro token said or translated or, or turned into what is now a popular film and book franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of so once so you guys all got to the Elf Kingdom.
4: We got to the Elf Kingdom. And you started the fellowship? Right. I I was like, Hey, there's some other there's some other people here. There's a weird dwarf with an axe. Mhm. There's another couple of humans who are probably going to be expendable. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, here's a tall elf who can walk on snow. Maybe we could use that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm very greedy about friendship. So I just kind of was like, this is a fellowship of friendship. So of they the didn't e- expressly volunteer. You
1: recruited them. Oh, I mean I paid them very well. Oh whoa. That is something that was that was not
4: made no, clear. No, it was not made clear. They were, it was not they were, made clear any of the budgets. They were viewed None of the as budgets like that noble selfless warriors. Ugh, they were about as selfless as a union on a strike day.
1: <laughs> okay. Thank you for that reference that us people on Earth
4: could understand. Uh, you're very welcome. I, uh, since I've been here, I've learned a lot about your culture. Mm.
1: Thank you. Is, is it called Middle Earth because you're in the center of our Earth?
4: It's called Middle Earth because that's we, what we call it. Oh. Like that's that's okay. just, I, mm-hmm. mean, I don't know. What, the center of your Earth is just a giant ball of iron and magma, okay. from what I understand. I'm not trying to offend you. It feels like you're trying to offend <laughs> me.
1: So uh so at one point uh the fellowship gets split off into two groups yes frodo and samwise were in one group and they met up with Gollum and went the rest of the way together right but Um, i was
4: there with frodo and Sam. you were with frodo and sam you didn't go with the rest of them no i did not you see i was very concerned the whole time that they were going to do something stupid like keep the ring Um, keep that ugly thing you know what that was a fair fear and i felt like it was a fair fear and that ugly little Gollum, mm-hmm. greedy as he might be, he's still very ugly.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Like, I did not trust him at all. Understandable. He did not have a trustworthy face. And uh, he had the, the weird voice where he talked to himself. Yes. You know. Weird. Why didn't he, why didn't he go to school and learn not to talk to yourself in a third person? Mm-mm. Why didn't you go to school, Gollum? <laughs> he's dead, so. Yeah. Well, now he is because I threw him in that pit with Samwise. You
1: wait, what? You threw you threw Gollum and also Samwise. Yes,
4: Samwise is dead. Oh my gosh, Samwise died that day so quickly. As he fell, he was like, "Oh, Frodo, <laughs> little baby <laughs> Samwise." Did Fro- was Frodo mad at you? Oh, Frodo was furious, so I threw him in tow. You <laughs> threw Frodo is dead too. Oh, they. I didn't tell you they're all dead. Everyone, I killed all of them. Everyone, Aragorn. Yeah. Legolas, Legolas, Gimli, Gandalf, in, uh, 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 Timothy, Timothy, yes, who's Timothy? Timothy was uh, not a
1: very middle-sounding name.
4: Well, to be the honest, there's nobody could really nobody <laughs> could really understand Timothy. Was he from our earth? Uh, he was. He was from your earth, wow. and uh, I don't even know how he got part of the party. But I was like, "Hey, it's another dude. Come on in. <laughs> Come on in." I'll pay you, and we'll get rid of this ring. So did you see the uh,
1: Lord of the Rings movies? I did. I, I
4: recently have downloaded it on my friend's laptop. <laughs> Do you live on Earth now? Uh, temporarily. Uh, okay. Until things get quieted down in Huntington. When kidneys. did i all? Th- <laughs> I'd, I'd love that you say that, because
2: I've been living in Midtown now for the last like, four years, so uh, I, I wish I still lived there, because I would you know see you more. Is Midtown
4: you. like your Middle Earth?
2: Totally. <laughs> There's like, you know. It's very quiet. I'm There's sure a that lot of yoga studios. Green, a yogurt. lot of yoga. Oh, oh,
4: there are so many yoga studios. If you go to Tombabbadills, it's just basically yoga studios, <laughs> coffee, coffee shops, and coffee shops. <laughs> Crazy. It's very white in Middle Earth. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go.
1: Uh, that's the only of the truth, except for the orcs and the right. the ants. Yes. We don't want them. Mm, why not? Not in Huntington Woods. <laughs> <laughs> So after the event, when did in your life how recent were the events of the the ring and everyone else being thrown oh, into the mountain? The, the fires of Mount Mordor? hundreds of years ago.
4: Really, yes, the police I, are still very much on my ass. How old do hobbits grow to be? Oh, hundreds of years. I thought, I thought they only, I mean, Bilbo was really
1: old and he was like 110, yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. In Middle Earth years, that's 110. In your years, that's what 110. Like s- Seventy thousand. What? Something like that. I don't. That doesn't exactly. sound real. I don't know seven. I, I can't really <laughs> like, do math. Conversions not. That yeah, it's yeah, very, very, good. Yeah. very bad at math. Mm. Interesting for someone who's greedy. Well, it's not because I just take as much as I want.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, fair enough. So, uh, as uh, as a Hobbit. How do you feel like the hobbits were depicted in the Lord of the Rings movies? Oh, very weak.
4: Yeah. Very like, like oh oh, I'm just on this little trail by myself. I can't do anything. Do you know that one time I saw, uh, uh Frodo Baggins, mm-hmm. completely choke out a deer with his bare hands?
1: <laughs> like a fully grown, a not fully like grown, a tiny hobbit deer. No,
4: it was a fully grown deer. Which he's like. Must have been, like, one-fourth of the size of. It was amazing. I was absolutely stunned, and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to kill this bastard in the end, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> you had the whole plan from oh, the beginning. Oh, absolutely. I'm not going to pay them. Wait. I'm not going to actually pay them. I'm going to pay them through the thing, and so, then I'm going to take their money, and then I'm going to kill them in the end. So you're a murderer. Hold on. That's that's an Earth phrase. What do you call it in Middler? Uh Heroism. <laughs> like we were talking about earlier. You saw... Uh, many orcs get killed. Mm-hmm. You saw many uh, Urukai mm-hmm. get murdered. Right? Murdered under your terms.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: I don't think I, what I did was murder. I think it was just good business. You killed the heroes. The heroes to you.
1: Well, I guess, yeah, that works. They weren't heroes to the orcs. Let me
4: tell you something about Samwise that you might not know. Okay. He was a Nazi. what he was an
1: absolute Nazi, like a human like a like a like a an art ter- like definition of a nazi like he did not like he, like sim- He was like a white supremacist yes
4: he was very he was very much a white supremacist did he support that he like he supported hitler <laughs> he carried around mein kampf all around <laughs> Middle Earth.
1: what wow
4: yeah it's changing your views, isn't it? Yeah, I guess it's so. It's very different than the way we were depicted. Yeah. So, did he? were there other Nazi hobbits? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. They're terrible. Interesting. Yes. See, and I'm just trying to tell the truth. For financial gain, mostly, because I hope that all these brats get out of their houses and I can steal all this stuff. What? What are you talking? What? What brats? Oh, I, I'm the other hobbits. Oh. In the Shire. Oh, okay. they have a lot of stuff. Do you guys get podcasts in the Shire? Occasionally. Yeah. Occasionally somebody will drop something. Drop Just something. Drop it in. Yeah. 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 You know, Aircraft. Gandalf, Gandalf will come with his fireworks and everything. it will be like, oh by the way, here's a new Didn't comedy bang, to bang bang. To the f- <laughs> it's got a cassette. The cassette <laughs> of the new comedy bang right, bang. Yeah.
1: Didn't Gandalf go to the far plane or whatever they call it? Like the uh, the land uh, where
4: people again, live. Once again. Once again, a misnomer. Oh. The far plane doesn't exist. There's no such thing. Why would you call the place a far plane? Is that what they call it in the movie? Am I am I thinking no of that correctly? Idea. yeah.
1: It's like the end of the movies no. where Frodo The and truth is
4: that wizards are very <laughs> disgusting people. Really? And they simply- Like hygiene? Bad oh, hygiene? Oh my gosh. Have you smelled those robes? No. Gandalf the white. <laughs> I haven't. Gandalf the white. More like Gandalf the smelly, stinky one. Clever. I'm really, I'm really good at those jabs. Gandalf, <laughs> by the way, really solid. So, Gandalf just—he's a bum. He just really? smokes his pipe mm-hmm. all around the Shire and Huntington Woods, and just tries to. Oh, oh! Look at this magic trick I've done. Oh, it's the same card that you have in your hand. How odd! <laughs> Gandalf was like a street magician. He's David Blaine for, I mean, but for. Very poorly done. Hmm. He does this thing with a cigarette where he puts it through his cheek. Interesting. We've never got But never he does give us those podcasts. So I, I don't know how to blame him for too much. Fair enough. So uh, Gandalf is, I th- you
1: just, so you didn't kill Gandalf.
4: I did not kill Gandalf. At the very end, he told me that if I didn't kill him, that he would give me a giant staff was that a sexual thing it sounds sexual yeah it felt sexual at the time <laughs> but i don't think it was because we eventually made it back to huntington woods and he gave me a giant staff Oh, okay and you and i it? felt like that yo oh yeah Oh, I'm, g- I'm gonna keep that staff. Mm-hmm. i feel like it's very powerful and i can use it as a weapon in case any other little hobbits come into my house great just whack them over the head mike do you have any questions for frido
2: I don't know. I gotta say, this probably has to be the most times Huntington Woods has ever been said on this podcast. Probably. I can't. The more you say it, the more it appears. (laughs) The more it appears. Yeah, it is is materializing around us. It's like there's all these trees popping up. Are you upset that you weren't portrayed in the movie and that Frodo got all the credit? Yeah, why do you think that was?
4: Do you know why I think that was? I think it's because Frodo is a little kiss ass. Mm. I think that before, him and Bilbo have a whole writing crew thing. They have a whole thing where they just write together. Who's like, him?
1: Him and J R. Bilbo. Delato- oh, oh, Bilbo and- okay. Bilbo.
2: So did you Ooh. ever communicate with Peter Jackson or no?
4: Oh, I I haven't talked to him yet. I haven't been down to New Zealand.
1: <laughs> Great. Good. Uh, so I don't know. That's got to be sad that the, this whole story came out and it was completely misrepresented. You weren't involved at all. I'm angry. I'm not even sad. At Were this you even point. a background
4: character? No. I wasn't in... like, I wasn't a fig nut. Hmm. That's really sad. Who was played by Brett McKenzie.
1: <laughs> right. Like the I forgot about that. Yeah. And then he was in all of them, right?
4: Yeah. I he researched was... really hard, yeah. guys. <laughs> well, I'm really sorry that this happened to you. Well, you know, I'm just trying to get it out there that maybe don't listen to all the fiction books that you read. Mm-hmm. They're not all true, especially The Lord of the Rings. The Similorian though, that is spot on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being on the show. It has been an absolute blast. Mike, where can people find you on social media and mm, website and, and right. internet?
2: Yeah. Internet. Um, just, you know, Google search internet and then I'll come up, you know, um, no, uh, find me on Facebook, just Mike LaBella, mm-hmm. L-A-B-E-L-L-A. And, um, and then Michael com. Um, had some other social media stuff, but I don't honey need babe. more. I got to find more. Honey, babe. Um, honey, babe. Music on Instagram. Uh, honey, babe. You know, one word on Facebook, and also honeybabe.bandcamp.com. All
4: right. You can hear
2: our EP and album we have so far.
4: And Friday, where can people find more from you? They can come to Huntington Woods. <laughs> they can mm. find me there, and I'll smack them over with Gandalf's staff, and I'll take all their money. Mm-hmm.
1: And also, uh, make sure that you guys listen to 25 minutes to say I'm sorry. It's a podcast. It's oh, released yes. by Gandalf Erie threw, Canal Theater. Gandalf
4: threw that to me once. I oh, just I haven't. Got, had the chance to listen to it, even though it's only twenty five minutes. It's which only is a reasonable long. time for a podcast. It is.
1: It's a very. It's it's like a commute. Yes, commute's really, worth of time mm. for a podcast. It's a great podcast. It they they get around. They have people come on and apologize to each other, and they have only twenty five minutes to say they're sorry. It's produced and oh. released by Erie Canal Theater. Check it out. Mm. And also, I also strongly recommend following my friend J.R. Sterberg on Twitter. I got to pull up what his Twitter is because I forgot I forgot what the uh, what it is real quick. It's something to
4: do with ice cream. I just feel like it's something to do with ice cream. What do you mean by that? Like his name has something to do with ice cream. Do you think so? Yes. Hmm.
1: I don't think... Oh, J.R. Alamode. <laughs> That's what it is. At J.R. Alamode on Twitter. He's funny man. Good mm. Twitter. Mm. Not popular enough and not certified. So check it out. So what is this last song that you'll be performing called, Mike? Mm. Well, I wasn't
2: sure if I should do it. Let me ask you. Would you rather hear a softer one or more upbeat?
4: I'd um, like to hear something more upbeat. Yes, upbeat sounds good. Okay. I feel like I've been pretty depressed you. <laughs>
2: By what I've been playing, or no, or no, just just in general, oh, general with okay, the with general. the whole okay. Lord of the Rings thing. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. good, good. Um, this one, God, I'm trying to think if I should do another solo or uh, I, guess I should have brought the piano or a Honey Babe tune. Um, decide three, two, two one. one. Uh, this is called, you. You know which one you want? Yeah, I'll just do this Honey Babe song. It's called "I'll Take My Chances."
1: All right, here is Michael Bella. With I'll Take My Chances I'll take my
3: chances On knowing that you are not the one Who'll save me from my despair Leave me to live without a care Tell
0: them it's fine
3: try not to think of the pain but then it only makes me insane hiding from all of my fears never solves anything i just disappear tell
0: them it's fine to leave
1: Michael Dupree Variety Hour is recorded in W.A.Y.N. Radio Studio. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. And if you would like to find us on social media, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.